And I've been haunted by a raspberry cake. Really? Yeah, it's following me around the internet. Oh. Absolutely disgusting Haunted me. Haunted on the internet. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. So I love raspberries, but there's this cake that's completely covered in them, like the top, the sides, everything. But the raspberries are upside down. So the hole oh. at the top of the raspberry is showing, like all over the cake. That's just indecent. I know. It's like, it's it's really like triggering my trypophobia, like the fear of like, clusters of holes and I, I don't like it one bit. Okay, let's try and keep things nice uh, for the next half hour or so. <laughs> Hi, you're listening to Ingredipedia, Australia's most unhinged food podcast. My name's Ben Birchall and I'm here with my opponent slash co-host, Emily Naismith. Hi, Em. Hello, Ben. Today we're talking about raspberries. Now, raspberries, uh, I haven't done any research. Are they actually a berry? I know there's all this oh. like bananas, a berry, a Who strawberry's cares? not. Really? Is a raspberry a... I don't know. I don't care. All right. Let's, let's talk about fun stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's fight. Ben, I love chatting biscuits. We discussed our shared passion for Venetians before. Mm -hmm. Wait, was that my passion or was I just okay with them? Oh. And I prefer Kingston's. You don't have to, but like you like them. I like They've got them. like white chocolate. Yeah. I assume that, okay, whatever. <laughs> like don't like them. I don't, it's not the point. I, okay. can't, I just can't remember. Okay. Just, yeah. They're, they're great. Venetians aside, if you had to choose a raspberry jam containing biscuit, oh. what's your pick? Well, I mean, is it just the raspberry? I mean, I know that when I was a kid, my mum used to do these things with like, yeah, what are those raspberry biscuits that... Jam fancies. But they don't have a lid. Uh, a jam tart. Yeah. And you, you should do them and then put some whipped cream on them. And that Ooh. was like a dessert. Um, jam fancies are good. I'd probably have to say Monte Carlo though. It's just Monte like Carlo. that. Just Yuck. that little, little raspberry nah. hit at the bottom of the cream. Nah. No. That's uh, not even raspberry. I angered you. What have I? <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's like sticky and like, uh, nah. Okay. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, again, not the point, um, but I want to talk about one of the most iconic Australian biscuits featuring raspberry jam, the iced vovo. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. So this is a rectangle biscuit with jam in the middle with pink coconut sprinkled goodness either side of the jam. I've got some. Oh, okay. Just going to hold Yeah, them. don't try and describe <laughs> them without looking no, at them. Yep. No, Okay. So yes, they're, they're cute. Okay, so I work at Frankie Magazine and so there's Iced Vovo iconography all over the office. Mm -hmm. Like I think I have an Iced Vovo badge. Like it's about as cute as a biscuit can get. But when you eat one, not that satisfying. Yeah. Like I want more than this. And I think the main part of my gripe is that I swear to God the pink parts of the Iced Vovo were once more 3D. Yeah. I was just looking well, at it thinking, that's yeah. pretty flat. It's flat. Like, they used to be marshmallow, I swear, and puffy. So I want to look into what happened, yeah, what happened how and the why they've changed. So I did some research and I thought this was going to be a tale of cost cutting and things never being as good as you remember when you're a kid, blah, blah, blah. But no, completely wrong. Wait for it, Ben. Ice Vovos have always been like this. They've always been flat and not fluffy. What? But there was another extremely similar biscuit oh. called Strawberry Mallows. 
Yes. And they looked exactly like a nice Movo, but the pink part was like soft little marshmallow pillows, also dusted in coconut. Yeah. So strawberry mellows were made by a company called Paradise. And in my opinion, they were the superior biscuit, but you can't get them anymore, which is a real shame. Like I would love to sink my teeth into a strawberry mellow. But the other thing that blew my mind, okay, when you're looking at an Ice Vovo, think about the name, Iced Vovo. They're called that because the pink part is just icing. Like it's hard. It's just icing. Yeah. That's why it's hard. It's always been hard. But, but wait, what, what, what's a Vovo? Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Prob- I, maybe like a play on coconut, like Coco Vovo. That's a stretch. <laughs> well, anyway, whatever. I think my mum always bought us strawberry mallows. Yeah. I mean, obviously, because she's a smart woman and I just never knew there was another option and I've like merged two similar biscuit memories together in my head, called them both, uh, both ice bovos. Um, anyway, hereby launching a change.org petition <laughs> to bring back <laughs> strawberry mellows. Yes, they need to come back now that I've remembered that they're gone yeah, exactly. and they aren't ice bovos. <laughs> I mean, bring I can't be back. bothered setting it up, but if the listener wants to set up the change.org, I'll definitely sign it. Okay, done. Are you going to do it? No. <laughs> I don't listen to this thing. (laughs) Emily, there's one food product that we talk about possibly more than any other on Ingredipedia. Anchovies. Chili oil. Product, like a a brand. Kewpie. Actually, yeah. (laughs) Maybe it's number eight on the list, but twisties. Yeah, twisties. We talk about twisties a lot. We've done like you made chicken stock out of chicken... Twisties. Yeah, I yeah. did. And what else? We've done some um, talked about twisties. I talked about cream. like how I spent my life denying myself chicken twisties because they're uncool, but I actually really love yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. So twisties we talk about a lot. But the question would be, why on earth am I talking about twisties on our raspberry episode? Well, um, Ben, I think it's because there are raspberry twisties and I really wanted to buy them, but I couldn't find them anywhere. Okay, just hold on. Hold on a second. Let me go through my notes here. Okay. <laughs> Earlier this year, as you mentioned, as part of their Twisted range, Twisties put out raspberry-flavoured Twisties. It's mm. not their first foray into sweet. There was a, apparently um, a sweet butter toffee variety in 2001, a Sours range in 2015 that seemed to be a lemon-lime yeah. sour vibe. Um, Yuck. Overseas in Thailand, there's a choco banana flavour Twisty. Oh, gosh. Uh, and uh, coffee. In Malaysia and and wow. on the shelves right now, there's a Donut King cinnamon yeah. donut variety. I wouldn't go near them. No? No. Okay. <gasps> well, so oh, don't go near I've them. <laughs> don't go near them. This is the cinnamon cinnamon. Oh, I'm donut, scared. Donut variety twisty. I'm scared. No, no. It's just like you've got a twisty shape in your mouth. Yeah. You want yeah. it to taste like cheese you, or chicken. You don't want it to taste you don't, like You don't want it to taste like a 5% of a donut. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's like a disappointing donut. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's those ones. Back to raspberry. So from Taste Magazine earlier this year, uh, the, the article says, we know this sounds like an April Fool's joke. It kind of does. But we can confirm that this news is the real deal. Late last year, Twisties asked Aussie chip fans which flavour they'd like to see on shelves. Cheesy bacon, cheeseburger, or twisted raspberry. 
Okay. Maybe it's because the other two were really boring, but yeah. it won by uh, 6,000 votes and the berry flavoured option took the crown and is now officially in the works. This is from earlier this year. I think they launched in about April this year. Yeah. Uh, what will it taste like? So far, we've been told by a twisty spokesperson that twisted raspberry flavour is set to have taste buds tingling with its juicy, sweet and sherbet flavour. Uh, is it weird that we're kind of excited for this? Yes, it is, Taste Magazine. It is weird. Um <laughs> On delivery, reviews were mixed. This is from an article from 7 News. I love raspberry. I love twisties. This is an abomination. Mm. They're savory, not sweet. Burn them all, I say, wrote okay. one fan on Twitter. What is this atrocity? Apparently a raspberry sherbet flavor, another wrote. This is so wrong on many levels, another added. Uh, I've got a, a, a video here from Russ Eats, uh, who's a, a TikToker. It's fucking weird. It starts off really sour, but then towards the end, it tastes exactly like raspberry jam on toast or corn thins, mainly corn thins. So if you've had this, you've tried this before. I, I don't know. I don't want to keep eating them, so I'm only going to give them a 5 out of 10, but they're, they're okay. So Russ gave them a 5 out of 10. Yeah, wouldn't keep eating them. Yeah. Not interested. So, um, as you mentioned, the limited run is finished. They're not in stores anymore. I'm so excited. It looks like... You might have them. But today is your lucky day. <gasps> Where'd you find them? On the internet. They've flown down from oh Queensland. Oh, my gosh. Uh, from some lolly site. How much site. do it cost? Don't worry about money. <laughs> Don't worry about money, by the way. Ingredient Pretty is not making any money this month. Uh, the fan-voted limited edition, Life's Pretty Straight Without Twisties, Twisted Raspberry. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Look at that. Did you have them the thing of beauty. when they were out earlier no, this year? No, I didn't even know about you them. You know what? I, I actually oh my had God. them. I can't remember why. Yeah. It was like a dare to myself. I'm opening them. I wonder them. what color they are. Oh, no. I can't resell them now that I've opened them. <laughs> they're the um, goosey nest egg. <laughs> oh, my God. They're so pink. Oh, my God. And it's quite telling that the picture on on the on the packet is not of a raspberry. It's of a raspberry lolly, really. And mm. like Twizzlers and Yeah. They are really tangy, that initial tang. Yeah. They're a lot better than the donut. They're so ones. much better than the donut ones. Like they're more complex. See, to me they actually work pretty yeah. well. Yeah. The donut ones do not work no. in any way. This one makes it feel like less like a twisty and more like a lolly. Mm. I think it's the sourness. I don't know. There's less like, yeah, chipness about them. Yeah. It's yep. more just like sweet. It's like a sweet popcorn kind of, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's got a popcorn vibe. I mean, it is made of corn. Yeah, corn and rice. Um, but there you go. Uh, I'd give it slightly more than five out of ten, Russ Eats. Well, if cheese twisties are 10 out of 10, yep. chicken twisties are 11 out of 10. This... Donut King is a 2 out of 10. 2 out of 10. Yeah. I reckon this is, well, 5 or 6. Okay. Maybe we we agree with Russ Eats. They didn't need to last any longer than they lasted. Mm. Um, I didn't need to spend an exorbitant <laughs> amount getting it flown down <laughs> from Queensland. Uh, almost making me late to the recording session while I waited for it to arrive <laughs> in my letterbox. It, I tried to buy them as well, and they said that they were available on DoorDash, mm. but then um, they weren't available on no, DoorDash. No, no, you needed to you needed to send mm. away interstate apparently. Mm. So uh, enjoy, well uh, done. Enjoy my nest egg. <laughs> uh, I'll tell my kids they're not going to college. <laughs> Thank you.
in primary school, what did you call the short break before lunch? I don't know why you ask me questions about primary school all the I time. I'm obsessed I with nostalgia. I don't. It was so long ago. I'm very old. I remember everything from that period, so that just baffles me. But uh, okay. I called it. Um, it was either like play lunch or recess. Yeah, I called it play lunch. And what was your favorite thing to eat at play lunch? Uh, you could get a 20 cent bag of savory shapes. <laughs> and sometimes I was allowed to buy them from the canteen. So is this like a fun size thing? Like, or no, it was just like a box. They would that put the, no, they would put them in a little paper bag. They would just like <laughs> section them out and sell them. This is, I mean, this is, you know, a similar canteen, different school, but a similar canteen yeah. that, that sold half a pie in a roll. Like they were being frugal. Wait, what flavor did you say? Savory. Oh, I don't know if That's I don't even know worst. if barbecue shapes were around then. Oh, yeah, we, I true. Savory shapes were the first shapes. They so were, maybe. yeah. So this is the yeah. early 1950s. So, <laughs> so was it savory shapes? Yeah, uh, or turkey? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah true. Well, that's disgusting. My favorite. Um, little snack that my mum packed me in my lunchbox were these little pink cakes that were covered in coconut. They kind of looked like a lamington filled with fake cream. Mm. Um, so they were like a pink lamington, but more rounded and they were individually wrapped in plastic and they were just so, so, so good. And they don't sell them anymore and I don't know what they are. Is this going to be another change.org petition? Oh, probably. Um, but I... Like, I like the taste, but I'm also just very drawn to things that are pale pink. Like, there's something in my brain that just triggers the desire to eat when I see something, the right shade of pale pink. Like, I have got two pale pink couches and I just want to eat them. You eat the couches? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, I've never known what these pink lamingtons were, but then I was researching for this episode, think, looking at things that are made with raspberry jelly. And I came across a picture of these cakes and they're called jelly cakes. Ah. And they're made with um, raspberry jelly or strawberry jelly, but raspberry jelly. So they're an Australian thing and I've made some. So this is kind of, oh. I've made like a version. It doesn't have, it's not like the lo-fi version that I got from the actual supermarket, but these are like the fancy versions. Yeah. So it's like two little bits of sponge with cream in the middle. So they're a country women's association recipe. Of course they are. <laughs> of course. And um, what you do is you make the raspberry jelly, but you only let it set in the fridge for about one and a half hours. So it's not a liquid, but it's yeah. not like a hard jelly. Yeah. And then you make these little cupcakes. You're supposed to use a gem iron. I don't know what a gem iron is. I think it's an old-fashioned thing. But yeah. it makes like little rounded cakes. Oh, okay. um, but I used a cupcake tin. And once the cakes are cool, you roll them in this half-set raspberry jelly, which makes the cakes turn pink. And then you roll them in coconut. So I did like a wet hand and a dry hand, like when, yep. you, when you're deep frying stuff. <laughs> and it kind of worked. They're really cute. Um, and you can join them together with whipped cream. And I made a little chantilly hey, cream because I'm fancy. They look amazing. <laughs> they really, they look like something that you would buy from a cake stall at a Royal Agricultural Show. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> or, or they'd just be handing them out in the Frankie offices. Either way, they're like super cute. <laughs> yeah. Did, so did you make the sponge? Yeah. Very good. Very light. I used the, the old-fashioned recipe. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's delicious. Mm. How much is it like the jelly cakes of your youth? It's not as good, I don't think, because I think they had more sugar mm. and they were like more like refined sugar. Like this obviously has refined sugar. And there's no way that that would have been real cream. No, no, it was fake cream. Um, 
So, yeah, I'm proud that I made something delicious because I mm. do make some questionable things for this podcast. But, um, I mean, the Country Women's Association would never lead us astray. They would not. <laughs> that, um, and I can attest to the fact that that was delicious. Thank you, Country Women's Association. Thank you, Emily. Okay, Em, what colour is a raspberry? Red. Yeah, indeed, and they also come in white. And oh, yeah. You know, okay. yellow varieties. Yeah. But today I want to talk about a very different kind of raspberry. I want to talk about blue raspberry. <sighs> what Not is Not the a natural blue kind, a very, very, very unnatural flavour. Yeah. Uh, what is this? Well, it's, yeah, it's a flavour that seems to be prevalent in the US, particularly in uh, like candy and lollies. Yeah. Uh, Icy poles and, and slushies and drinks. Yeah. Uh, that weird viral prime uh, energy drink. Oh, yeah. Obviously, that has a blue raspberry flavour, of course. Do you reckon the blue Gatorade is blue raspberry flavour here? Uh, I looked into it. It's like... I think it's just called like Blue Rush. Yeah, exactly. So you yeah. don't really know what it is. I was trying to find that out. Mm. So it doesn't appear... Life. It's not... Like I had a look on the shelves. I couldn't really find any mainstream lollies or drinks that really have it mm. in, in Australia, but in America, it's all over the place. So um, I do have some things for you here that I'll get you to taste while I talk to you about, <laughs> you know, th and the big questions that it brought up for me are like, where does it come from? Yeah. Does it have any basis in nature? Very yeah. short one on that one is kind of, but not really. There are, there are varieties of, of raspberries that are blue, but they don't taste anything like this. <laughs> uh, and what does it taste like? And you're going to help me okay. out with that. Um, Michael Y. Park writing in Bon Appetit describes the taste as uh, a lovely shade of antifreeze that tastes like a jug of corn syrup decided to attempt suicide by vitamin C <laughs> overdose. Okay. So I want to see if you agree with that. I've got some Ghostbusters Slimer Goo Squeeze Candy <laughs> here. Thank you. I want you to have a little taste of that. I've also got some blue raspberry sour punch straws. Now these are going to be a sour version, but okay. This looks this slimer goo looks like toothpaste. You could easily it's get the it confused kind of stuff with that toothpaste. my kid would buy if I took him to that very lolly shop. What do you do? Just squeeze, squeeze it. Squeeze it, and you go. Yep. Oh, I don't know. There's a spoon. You maybe put it on the spoon if you want yeah. to be. Mm. That tastes like. When you get a uh, spider and the syrup they use isn't fully mixed in. Uh, yeah. I used to get Blue Heaven, but it's also sour. I used to get Blue Heaven milkshakes as my thing. Yeah, there's, there's a, a bit, bit of like citrus that. to it. I do. Ha I also have some blue raspberry lemonade flavoured Kool-Aid, but it was actually unsweet. You've got to add a heap of sugar. I haven't made that for you, but yeah, you know, oh, some nice, that's nice. packaging Thank for you, you to have a look at. <laughs> so I want to talk, while we're, while we're kind of reflecting on what, blue raspberry tastes like. I want to talk about where it came from. The mm -hmm. story of, um, and to, for that, I'm going to go back to the article in Bon Appetit by Michael Y. Park. The story of blue raspberry begins in the 1950s when there were already questions about the safety of FD&C red number two, otherwise known as amaranth, which was a coloring. Uh, red number two is a darkish sh shade of wine red that was then used for raspberry flavored products. Or should we say what we've come to accept as the artificial flavor that stands for raspberry, according to Jerry Bowman, executive director of the Flavor and Extract Manufacturers Association of the United States. According to Jerry Bowman, the flavor profile of raspberry was actually developed using mostly esters of banana, cherry, and pineapple variety. We've talked about banana Ooh, flavoring. It doesn't even yeah. taste like real like the bananas that we eat. So uh, basically raspberry flavoring has nothing to do with raspberries. 
but it's the it's the flavor that we've we've come to accept as raspberry flavoring. Um, so not really raspberry, and pretty soon it's not red either. Because in 1960, a new law was passed, the Food Additives Amendment, that made food colorings more regulated, and you had to be more specific about what um, food additives you were using. And uh, that uh, red number two, despite a positive 1957 study, latest research con- continued to link the dye to illnesses, including a 1971 Soviet study that blamed it for cancer. So wait, now we're on the blue one. We're on the red one still. Oh, okay. Uh, in the face of years of growing consumer concerns, the FDA reversed decades of insistence that red number two was safe and banned it outright, noting that was there was significant evidence that the dye caused tumours in lab rats. Mm. It says here, red number two is still used in the UK. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. Um, so, 1960, this, this new bill comes in and basically it's becoming much harder to use this red raspberry flavoring. Yeah, so companies, enough. So companies are starting to be a bit clever about it. So the same year that the Food Additives Amendment became law in 1958 on April 7, an article in a periodical called the Billboard Outdoor Amusement Directory mentions a new blue raspberry flavor for snow cones promoted by a Cincinnati company called Gold Metal, which to this day sells shaved ice snow cones with a K and popcorn machines for concession stands and snack vendors. The, this 1958 story was the earliest reference to the flavor blue raspberry that, that uh, uh, they were able to dig up for this article. Um, later, that, art, that blue raspberry flavor was picked up by snow cone manufacturer Icy, and according to the article, Americans suck down some 132 million 16-ounce blue raspberry Icy's every year. So that's why mm. the flavor is so prevalent. And it wasn't to remain relegated to the freezer aisle forever. They're now Blue Raspberry Twizzlers, uh, the Blue Raspberry Jolly Ranchers, uh, among other candies. I've got, yeah, Sours there. We've obviously yeah. got the uh, Ghostbusters Goo. It's in so drinks. It seems like Blue Raspberry is sour, like really sour. It's got a, it's got a sourness to it. It seems to, like, based on that, on that description uh, by Michael Park that, yeah, corn syrup and vitamin C. Mm. Um, so it got a bit of a sharpness there. Um, so yeah, I guess the, the big question that comes out of it is like, okay, fine. They couldn't really use red because you needed to go a deeper red than, Mm. than cherry or strawberry were already using, Mm. but why blue? Yeah. And if you're trying to be like safe and healthy, I would say blue is a lot worse than just in general. I don't think it was being safe and healthy. It was just more like being like steering away from the one that was giving rats cancer. Okay. Um, and from the same article, according to Nadia Berenstein, a University of Pennsylvania food historian, she says that kids are drawn to bright, simple colours and blue was what she calls the final frontier for food colouring. It may have simply been a matter of what flavour got to claim it. Raspberry just happened to be that lucky fruit. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, heaps of kids are going to say blue is their favourite colour and there's like no blue food. So, yeah. yeah, so raspberry took it. License um, to make money. Well, raspberry slash banana esters, uh, cherry and pineapple uh, flavoring. To yeah, me. I don't agree with you on that. Like raspberry flavoring tastes like raspberries to me. Well, maybe I that's because your eyes tell you that <laughs> true, it is. True, true, true. Well, thanks for the snacks. <laughs> no problem. Mmm, <laughs> chumery. Ben. Did your kids go through a berry era that financially bankrupt you as a family? Um, they kind of still are. Yeah. Uh, same with my son. Um, like there's sometimes where we go through like a punnet of raspberries a day or Easy. blueberries a day. Easy. 
And they're so expensive. Do you have like a mental limit of what's too expensive to buy a punnet of raspberries? Honestly, I just close my eyes and just go, <laughs> oh, it's not worth the arguments. Let's just buy them. Yeah. Mine's, my mental one's $5, but I've bought them for more when, mm. when it's necessary. And I, like if they're organic or if they're from somewhere nice, like, yeah, I'll go, yeah. I'll go okay. more than that sometimes. Yeah. So sounds like we're both kind of buying lots of raspberries, mm. kind of buying them in bulk, which is risky business because they're so quick to oh, go moldy. So quick. Like, so, like honestly, sometimes I have check them at the, I, I always check them at the shop and when I get home, they've got mold. <laughs> like how the hell did that happen? It's not okay. So I think this is because they might have like a higher water content than other berries. But what is Ingredipedia without hacks? <laughs> so I have a hack so your raspberries can last longer. So the legitimate hack that's on the internet tells you to wash your berries in water with a little bit of white vinegar, then dry them and store them in the punnet they came in with paper towel at the bottom. But that is like, who the hell is doing that's that? That's a lot that's, of steps. That's like more than... More steps than I would wash my hair. But I have a hack that is easy and realistic and achievable Mm -hmm. and also supports my peanut butter obsession, which is the main thing. (laughs) So before you put them in the fridge, you just put them in, take them out of the punnet and put them in a glass jar, like an old peanut Uh, butter jar, like a fix and fog or a small Mavis jar, perfect (laughs) size for a punnet of raspberries. Could it not be a Chotomoto or an Umami Papi? They would be too small. Okay, okay. Um, okay. It could be picks, but I wouldn't be happy about it. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, basically you don't want too much excess air in there, so go for those sizes. And, yes, they last so much longer. Um, Why? Don't know. (laughs) Who can say? That's just boring science. And that's not why you come here, okay? You just come here for the hacks, you come here for the quirky, funny things, and that's what I'm doing. Appreciate it. And history, I guess. (laughs) Let's talk about uh, food regulations in the 1950s <laughs> some more. Raspberries in the Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, I had a feeling coming into the raspberry episode that you would be talking about raspberry flavour and bis- mainly because you told me, but, you know, the, the, the sugary kind of fake raspberry. But yeah, I want to talk about snacks. Yeah. I want to talk about the, f- the real flavour of real raspberry, the Berry, I assume, not the flavouring, but the, the fruit. Um, according to specialtyproduce.com, the taste of raspberry can be described as bright and tangy, a sweet tart flavour with earthy, jammy and mouth puckering nuances. Does mm. that, that sound about right that to you? Sounds about right. And uh, according to an article on British Chefs, seems like a very serious website. There's over 200 varieties of raspberry, all of which have varying degrees of sweet, tart and candy-like flavours. This makes them the perfect match for other sweet ingredients such as dark chocolate, strawberries, mangoes, peaches, apricots, lychee and elderflower. Interesting. I think I've only ever had two types of raspberries that I can remember, like Mm. red ones and white ones, I think. Yeah, but I think there's different varieties of red ones that, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't Um, know. And I, I have no idea what these are because I didn't bring the whole, the whole um, box. I've just got like a couple here for you. Um, the, the other thing uh, that the British Chef's article goes into um, is this the sort of tangy tart taste of raspberries, not the sweet part with, you know, that we would normally put in a dessert. We just sort of sugar it up, make it jammy. Mm. That's kind of how a lot of us eat raspberries. But the, the, the tangy tart side of it... Um, 
is is a whole other taste profile. And they go on to list some herbs and spices that they say bring out the flavour of the berry even more. So, mm. Emily, I have a little taste task for you. Oh, God. Oh. I have a blind taste of these five herbs and spices that they've listed, plus a control raspberry that I've got here for you. And you have to tell me which one brings out the flavour of the raspberry. You get bonus points if you can tell me what it is. They're pretty common things. So, so wait, this one's, that's just a raspberry. So I'm trying to guess what spices. You can guess what they are, but I just want to know which one makes the berry more berry. They're sort of saying okay. this brings out As the flavour of raspberry. More zingy? Yeah, I guess more zingy. That t- the, they, they're, they're talking about the tangy tart taste of the raspberry. Okay. So, so this is the control. That's a control. That's just a raspberry. Mm-hmm. Okay, first one here. It's a herb. You can maybe get like I've got some big chunks of the herb there. You might, might want to sort of. You'll probably pick this one. It's pretty. Should I try and smell even though I don't have any sense of smell? Come on, guys. I mean, is this one basil? It is basil. Mm. Yeah. It tastes more earthy. Yeah, it makes it earthier. Doesn't necessarily zing it up. But yeah. Okay, on to the next one. This is a spice. Okay. I don't know what the spice is. Mm-hmm. What's it, what's it doing to the flavour p- profile of the raspberry, would you say? Um, is, it, is it bringing it out? It might be. Okay. All right. I'll that, reserve my judgment. That was cinnamon. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say cinnamon. Yeah, which I guess is something that you would typically have with raspberries. Uh, okay, I'm going to go for another herb. Mm, no, it doesn't taste any different to no me. No different? No. Okay. It could be that it just didn't integrate because they're kind of big. It's cardamom. So okay. that was a couple of crushed cardamom pods in there. Uh, and the last one, another pretty common herb. Mm. Mint. Yeah. <laughs> Does it make it more raspberry, less raspberry? Does it do any kind of flavor amplification? I think it's either this one or this one. Yeah. Yeah. After the basil, you said it kind of made it a bit more earthy. Mm. And I kind of do like that, you know, um, you do it a lot with strawberries, you know, like strawberries with uh, balsamic reduction and a little bit of basil mm. is a really interesting flavour profile. I think. And obviously mint is a pretty good, you know, pairing with, with desserts and, and salads and things like that as well, which is another another interesting way to eat raspberries. I think it's either the mint, the basil or the cinnamon. Okay. Well, I like the, I like your description of the basil making it more earthy because that is one of the undertones that, uh, that um, probably doesn't get – explored enough with raspberries because we just like bang it full of sugar Mm. and have it with sweet things. So yeah. Okay. I mean. So what was the one that was like the superpower one? uh, They just sort of said all of them, you know. I don't want it to be right or wrong. There was no, there's no right or wrong answer for this one. I'm sorry. This is just more, uh, you know, and I think you picked the right answer. Uh, You have picked basil, which brings out a different side of raspberries. Mm. I think the flip side of the ice vovos that you're about to smash a whole, bo- a whole bag <laughs> off. True. Coconut pears well. True. Okay, so what did we talk about? Well, I talked about ice vovos and how they're the inferior biscuit to strawberry mellows. And I talked about jelly cakes and made some. And I finished with a little raspberry hack of how you can avoid mould. Lovely. And I talked about flavour profile of raspberries and what brings that flavour out. Then I talked about blue raspberry and then I brought in some 
my little nest egg of twisted raspberry twisties. Mm. I mean, I'd vote for you because that was very impressive. Like, you, I really did try it. You heard it here first. Well, I guess I did see that website too, but I also don't have any faith. Like, I have time anxiety, so I'm like, oh, it won't arrive in time. Mm. <laughs> well, it arrived. Um, but yeah, you can vote for who you found the most Me. interesting <laughs> on our Instagram, which is Ingridopedia. And yeah, thanks for listening. See you next time. Mm-hmm.